Hallelujah. Well, we've been having a great time. And I thank God for His mercy. Hallelujah. Let's uh, read a scripture or two. We'll read something from the word uh, which the Lord Himself spoke. In Matthew 6, and verse 18, He says, about fasting, He says, That thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret, thy Father which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. Notice there that God is interested in rewarding openly. Hallelujah. He wants a manifestation of the reward. You know, so He doesn't want it to be a hidden reward. He'd like it to be openly seen. And that's why um, whatever happens to you must be physically available so that others can see it and then glorify the Father in heaven. So it's, it has to be seen outside. It has to be noticed by people. And therefore, the Father's heart is to make it available in such a way that it is clear. People can see. <coughs> Hallelujah. He rewards openly. So today, as you have joined us to, to seek God, <coughs> to um, focus on these realities, I believe that there's an open reward coming your way. <coughs> there is an open reward that can be expected from God. Notice, God is a God of faith, and faith has expectation. And so your, expect, your expectation from God must be that He will reward you openly that it will be available for everyone to see. Amen? So during this time, when you're seeking His face, when you're praying, when you're studying the Word, when you're doing things uh, which look like they're all internal, you should expect external manifestation. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's our God, and that was what He said about fasting and prayer. So as you are contemplating, meditating, praying about things which seem to be just internal, um, the reward is coming externally. Don't forget. So am I expecting something on the outside? Absolutely. Am I expecting a reward? Absolutely. God is going to reward us and that reward will be seen. Hallelujah. Verse 19 continues, Lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth, where moth rust doth corrupt, where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So here he's, he's not saying that you should not have anything saved. But he's rather saying that they can be um, attacked and stolen. People can hack your account, take away things. You know, all that is possible. So um, we should give more priority to things that are invested in the heavenly realms. Amen. So that even what we are saving down here for, for family, for things like that must be based on the word of God. It's because God said so that we are doing it. Amen. If a man does not take care of his own house, he's worse than an unbeliever. 
And so we believe that we will have to be able to take care of our families. Praise God. And based on that, we are trusting God that we will always have more than enough that we can take care of our families. Amen? So when you seek God and you pray and you fast about all these kind of things, you should expect that it's going to manifest, that you will have enough to take care of your family. But where you got that idea was from Him. See, so there are some of us who came up in families where everybody just saved and saved and saved and they did their best to not spend anything. How many of you are familiar with that? I sure am. In fact, I used to say my mother was a miser. You know, I used to make fun of her while growing up. There's the miser. When we went out, sometimes uh, she wouldn't buy us any Coke, but she would have mixed Ribena in a bottle and she would, <laughs> she would have it for us and say, here's your cold drink. You know, but we never thought, we were just kids, we never thought she's a widow and she doesn't know any other way. And she was saving and she was saving for us and saving for the future, you know. But today we know better. God is faithful. Um, you know, you don't have to scrimp so much. Thank God you can mix Ribena and treetop and, you know, whatever else. Um, you know, the orange juice drink or whatever. But you can also buy Coke or whatever. Amen. So I'm having a better time now in Christ than I had, you know, just in the world. I was always um, borrowing money. I had to go and pester my sister. Uh, I became the pest. After I finished my money in the college, I would run towards her, which was about an hour away. And she had posted people, um, friends who, who knew your brother's coming and they would go warn her so that she could, you know, hide or be ready for, for my visit. So that's where I used to be, you know. Money was never enough. Um, you're just barely living off other people, basically. <coughs> basically. <coughs> Sorry for that. But uh, today, <coughs> we can live off the Lord. He is our source. He's our resource. Praise God. And you know, credit cards are pretty cool things. You can use them, even if you don't seem to have the cash at that moment. But you better pay. Otherwise, they're going to come after you. You know, but back in the days when I met the Lord, uh, there was no such thing and uh, they were not available for people like us, particularly in this nation. But now that uh, it's more available, you can use your card and pay back and use it wisely and trust God, you know, He'll pay your bills. Hallelujah. But on the other hand, what is important is that Notice the focus here is in the heavenly realms. You must have certain savings in heaven from which you withdraw. Amen. So um, your main savings should be in heaven and from that you draw. Hallelujah. Praise God. God will give to you even if you have no saving there because there is an inheritance given to each one of us. And guess what? That inheritance is everything that Jesus has. Woo, glory to God. Amen. But notice he said, 
save in heaven. So thank God you can receive from the inheritance in Christ, but also there is a chance for you to save in heaven also. Praise God. Like I like to, to be able to say that I can go up to Him and say, Lord, my credit is good. I've got credit in heaven. I'd like to be able to do that, you know, to go into a bank and say, you know what, I have money in this bank. My credit is good. Hallelujah. I don't want to walk into a bank and, and realize I have nothing in the bank. Amen. So one of these days we're going to heaven and we should be able to say, I have credit in heaven. Amen. So fasting and prayer is also a time to put some credit, to put some in the account in heaven. You know, you're logging in some prayer, you're logging in some fasting, you're logging in some giving out of the strength that God has given you into the heavenly account. Praise God. God is a good God and He notices all these things. But the danger that we would like to counter today is that uh, you feel that uh, you have to legally do that. We want to knock that out because God is not into legalism. God is into free will, love, faith giving. So I know that there are certain days set apart for fasting and prayer, like for instance the first week, the first Saturday and all that. But it's not for legalistic reasons. It's because if we don't set such a day apart, we may not do it. But every kind of fast and prayer and so-called gift and sacrifice that we offer to God must never be out of legalistic thinking, but because of gratitude and love and graciousness and thankfulness to God. Amen. Praise God. So uh, we'll be talking about that a little bit. Let's go off to the book. Um, you know, we have the book with us, so we'll go to the book. And let's observe the familiar verse of Scripture for all of us faith people out there, where it says in Habakkuk chapter 2, and notice there verse for it says, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. Amen. So I would like us to notice there that you live that way. That's how you live. You don't just start that way, but you live that way. Praise God. The rest of our life is supposed to be uh, by faith, not by feelings, not by uh, driven by emotion. So every day you wake up and you say, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care who said anything. Hallelujah. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I'll be glad in it. Amen. The just shall live by faith. How did you become just? How did you become the guy that's righteous? Or just in the eyes of God. The Bible declares in Romans the 5th chapter. And I believe it's in the first verse. And I read that. It says, Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So the just becomes justified or declared righteous, having no condemnation by faith. 
So you start by faith and you live by faith. You don't start by faith and then start going by rules and by force. Amen? So every day it has to be by faith. And faith is always because of what God has done. Because of what God has done in loving us, in stretching His hand toward us, in picking us up, in extending His great love toward us, we now believe Him. Amen? So, uh, it's based on His goodness, not anything else. So, I am a believer because God loved me and gave His Son for me. And when He gave me that love, it was so free, there was nothing as good as that. I was overwhelmed and I just said, okay, this is the best deal I've heard about. Everything else in the world is, it's got a price tag on it. But here you have someone loving you with no price, just like that, freely, and that overwhelmed me. So we want to study a few things like that today, read up a little bit like that, and see what we can gain. Last uh, Wednesday, or rather the last meeting we had, we had read a prayer in the book of Hebrews. Uh, I knew I was going to go there, because while I was praying it, in the, the, the time of doing the Wednesday meeting, I kind of got off into one place, and I saw something, and I realized, wow, I have to spend a little time there. So if you go to 13 of Hebrews and verse 20, it says, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, 21, make you perfect in every good work to do His will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in His sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So there is something about what Jesus is doing right now for us that is supposed to be uh, perfected and worked in us and through us. You see, Jesus works through us because He's a very um, legal person also. He, he goes by the book. So the earth was given to us, to the sons of men, and for Him uh, to come in and do something here for us, it will have to be through us. So there He is at the right hand of the Majesty on high, as the Great Shepherd, but He's working through us. He's perfecting, He's energizing, He's quickening through us. We are a very important part of the whole scheme of God. It has to be through us. He works in and works through us. Amen? So, He makes us perfect in every good work to do His will. By His quickening. It has to be in us and through us. So that it is pleasing in His sight. If He did it all uh, without our cooperation, I don't think it would give Him the full pleasure. Amen? So... We have to yield to the quickening. We have to yield to the quickening that He brings to us. We have to be, not by um, legalistic uh, force or anything like that, but from gratitude, 
for his grace and his love toward us. So when we start to see the scriptures and open up our heart more and more, because of the amazing love and goodness that he has revealed, you feel like cooperating with him out of gratitude, not out of a pressure outside, a legalistic pressure. Amen? So sometimes we have a tendency to start out by simple faith, recklessly throw ourselves to Jesus. Here I am, Lord. And then afterwards, we have this feeling that we have to do this, we have to do that, we have to do the other. You know? You have to tithe, you have to give, you have to come for prayer and fasting, you have to come to church and, you know, all that. And all that is true, we do have to do all that, but not simply from the external, but because of what He's working in us from the gratitude, from the goodness of God, out of a heart of love, that pleases Him. These external things that are just by force, they don't really please Him, because we were not supposed to live like that. We started out by faith, and we live by faith, not by feeling. And faith is always based on grace. The, the connection of the grace of God, and believing Him, is uh, very unique. Of course, people have misunderstood the grace of God and uh, taught this way and that way. But honestly, it's because He's so good and because He loves us so much that we are enjoying the benefits we have today. Amen? So, He's working in me both to will and do His good pleasure. And as I cooperate with that, He's able to perfect that which concerns me. Amen. So I wake up in the morning and say, This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Whether I feel it or not. You know, sometimes you just don't feel it. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. You live by faith. You just wake up in the morning and say, God made this day for me to rejoice and I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to enjoy the day. I'm going to be excited about this day. And it's wonderful as you see things. Uh, at the end of the day, wow, praise God, you ended up seeing His hand working through you. Notice there in the Psalms also, let's go there for a minute, Psalm 138. It's a powerful Psalm which, uh, you know, is the only verse I have seen where it says that God honors His word above His name. You remember that? That's verse 2. But then as you go down to verse 8, it says, The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Notice that. Thy mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of your hands. So there is someone at the right hand of God who is perfecting that which concerns me. And there's a prayer that you will not forsake the work of your hands. Amen. He's not going to give up on us. Amen. And, and it's a desire that... You should not forsake the work of your hands. Of course, he's not going to forsake the work of his hands. And so he's going to perfect that which concerns me. Even though it looks like we are running out of time, according to the Bible, it's a good way to think. You only have one day. But let that day also be perfected. Let it be finished according to his plan, according to his purpose. For he's the great shepherd of the sheep. And he will make me perfect. He'll make you perfect. He will perfect that which concerns me. 
by working in me, working in you, both to will and do his good pleasure. Hallelujah. The blood of the new covenant was shed so that he could work in me and he could make sure that it came out in a way that what I was created for, I ended up doing it. So I came from a background of, um, you know, drugs and godlessness. And today I can say, He has worked. He has worked in me to do some things which I believe are definitely in the will of God, according to the Word of God. And um, maybe I sounded legalistic because I, I never missed church. I never ever missed church. Till today, I've just hung around the church and I ended up working in the church and then working for the church. You know, that may sound legalistic, but I found out that there was nothing else I could do for this great God. I said, wow, He's alive? You mean Jesus is real? Then what am I doing? Why am I wasting my life? I'm going to serve Him forever. I was shocked that there was such a person. I really did not believe there was any hero like this. Everybody was just looking for how to get a chunk out of your life. But here's someone who gave his life for you and took you just as you were and then pumped you up with everything he had. <laughs> I said, well, if this is what you mean by gospel, then this is all I'm going to do. I have nothing else to do. I don't want to do anything else. And so I hung around church because that's where I heard these things. And um, I'm still in church and you know what? It's been good. And um, hallelujah. It's nothing about being legalistic or being forced. The love of God constrains us. When we understand how much love has been poured out, that makes us do stuff. And then you start to invest in the heavenly realms rather than in, in just the natural realm. He will reward you openly, so that it is visible. Praise God. And we are not competing with anybody else, because He's perfecting that which concerns each individual. Are you seeing that? There's a peculiar um, thumbprint that you have, a retina uh, detail that you have, uh, that goes with you. And the very proteins and the makeup of your hair, it's all very unique to you. You are a special person and there's nobody else like you. And so he has to perfect that which concerns you. You have a particular plan in God, which, um, you know, there's a lot in common with others also. For instance, getting people filled with the Spirit, winning the lost to Christ, uh, being able to strengthen the church and help the building up of the body of Christ. All those things are common. But then there are also very specific things about, you know, what you should do exactly, where you should do it, uh, which lives you are supposed to directly affect, people you are supposed to meet, etc., etc. And for that, God Himself, who created us, has to perfect it. You know, so we are, we're not relying on ourselves. We have to keep reaching out into His grace and His mercy to guide us. Hallelujah. So he is going to perfect that which concerns me. And I'm going to read one more verse like that before we proceed. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. Being confident of this very thing. That he which has begun a good work 
in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He which began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So I have to say that I am confident, I am sure, I am very sure that what God started in me is a good work and He is going to perfect it, He is going to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He's going to make this thing happen. And I must be confident. My boldness and my confidence should be in Him working, not in my working. Are you seeing that? He is working in me. So the person at the right hand of the throne, who is my great shepherd, is working. And by faith, I must accept that He is working. It's not about me working. It's not my works. It is Him working. He's working in me. He's going to perfect that which concerns me. And that's why He's there today at the right hand of the Father. To make sure that that which concerns you and me is completely brought to pass by trusting in Him working. He's working. I'm confident, he said, I'm confident of this very thing. That he who began the good work in me, he's going to perform it until the day I see him face to face. Oh, hallelujah. So, my eyes have to go back to heaven, you see. It's not looking at me and what I can do, what I cannot do. Paul um, had a nickname that that name meant small. His real name was Saul. So that name, I believe maybe someone gave it to him or he himself gave it to himself because, you know, from his writings you can see he was not a very, uh, man, a great man of personality. He didn't look so great. And people despised the way he looked and even the way he spoke. So all that you get from the outside about this man is he's not a gr great, dramatic, charismatic, wonderful looking preacher type hot shot, you know, jet setting type of guy. In fact, he doesn't look good at all. He's a very small, under average type of speaker. His presence is so low and mean that people despised him. But guess what? <laughs> the workings of the one on the inside who is working in heaven were so massive and so great that Paul, I don't think there's anybody else next to Jesus who, who accomplished and finished whatever he was supposed to do on the earth with such power, with such demonstration, with such amazing record. And he has given us some of the finest revelations you will ever read in the Word of God. It's really amazing. So I want to introduce you to the person who worked in Paul and who does not need great muscular looks or handsome or beauty or uh, family traits or any kind of natural qualifications, who doesn't need anything actually, but he can work in you and work through you and perfect that which concerns you and you can have exactly what you were created for accomplished before you go back home. Hallelujah. And God chose him, the Bible says, you know, Paul speaking, says, he, as a pattern, 
to those who would come later on. It's very interesting. So that's my pattern. If you have any looks, if you have any worldly abilities, praise God for that. But if you have nothing, hallelujah. It's also wonderful because it's about God working. It's not about uh, influencing people just from the outside. It is God working in and through us, perfecting that which concerns us. Let's look at another thing. He said, he was so sure about it, he was confident. He said, I'm confident of this very thing. I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began the good work in me, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So, it's fun to see such things. And uh, <clears throat> powerful, chapter 2 says in verse 13, For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. How much is left for us then? Actually, there shouldn't be anything. It should not be you anymore. It should be Him. Paul said, it's no longer I, but Christ. So, he had to believe that, and that became so real to him, he said, I'm confident of this very thing. He started it by faith, and I'm going to do it by faith, and I'm going to live like this. So our confidence is in His working, not in anything that we actually have or don't have. Praise God. If He sent me to the planet in 2020, during this kind of weird situation, guess what? He's going to work. He's going to perform the good work. It's good. It's not bad because the gospel is good news. It's the, the, the actual idea is hope overflowing, milk and honey, all of these adjectives. Somebody said, I don't believe in a gospel of superlatives. Well, that's just too bad because that's not the gospel. The gospel is full of superlatives. It's, it's good news. Hallelujah. And if you've been on the earth for a little bit of time, you know good news has to be really good for you to say it's good. <laughs> Otherwise, we can tell it's a con job. So God meant what He said and, you know, it is good news. And good news means you're taken care of more than enough such that you can save. Amen. You have more than enough that you can do other works. You can do good things. You can take care of your family and also do good works. Praise God. That's a good deal. And it all comes because He's working. He's working in us, both to will and do His good pleasure. He is working. Can you see the working of Him? Paul had a statement where he said, He works mightily in me. Praise God. So it's just a matter of us yielding more and more to His working, which is not a mystery, it's, it's faith. You live by faith. And you're familiar, you got saved by faith. You brought nothing. You simply accepted what He did for you and you said I receive and I thank you for it and you got excited that day I was overwhelmed that day when I accepted Him I shed tears and then I laughed a little bit when the Holy Spirit you know was imparted and uh, you know I thought wow this is really good stuff <laughs> and of course there are these legal types of uh, preachers and ideas that also came along which I had to say from the Word of God that is not our portion. Praise God. He doesn't belong to us. 
we are going to be moved only by the good news, the goodness of God, His love and care, and He's going to work it out in us, praise God, to do His good pleasure. Amen. Now I'm going to jump off, keep that thought in mind, and let's go back to that prayer. God is going to work. What do you think? He's going to work in us both to will and do His good pleasure. 21 of uh, Hebrews 13. Make you perfect in every good work. I decided to look up the word make you perfect. And there's an interesting thought there. It's, it's, about, it's a word that says that they went to mend their, their nets. They went to repair their nets. So it talks about repairing. He's going to repair things in your life. How many of you need some repairing? I could use some repairing. I need some repairing. Man, if there's anybody who needs repairing, I need repairing. So that word was about repairing their nets. And, um, you know, as you go down and look at verses where that is quoted, it helps. So I'm just going to go look at a few of those kind of thoughts and enjoy them a little bit, if you don't mind. Praise God. In Luke, the sixth chapter, he says, in verse 40, this disciple, notice the disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. Everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. So, being like Jesus is what he's talking about. He's going to make sure I become like him. Every disciple will be like him. He's working in me to make sure that I become like Him. Praise God. That was Luke 6.40, right? So don't worry, disciple. You're going to look like Him. He's going to be working in you such a way that you're going to be like Him. Otherwise, how would I be like Him? All your efforts on the outside are not going to help. He's the one who's working. Glory to God. It also means to be fitted or framed in Hebrews I'm just going to pick a verse or two. He says in 11th Hebrews verse 3, he says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that word means to be framed, to be fitted. So he's going to fit you into the scheme and plan of heaven. Hallelujah. Sometimes you wonder, what's my role in all of this? God is going to fit you in. Don't worry about it. He's going to repair you to such an extent that you will fit right into the plan of God. Have you ever wondered, you know, I know the gifts are there in people and sometimes you have to meet people, otherwise you're not going to get certain impartations because it comes through people. And that's why you have to meet people. Sometimes meeting people brings with it its own baggage. Yeah, but uh, God will fit it. God will perfect it. God will frame it. Don't worry about it. Hallelujah. He's a good God. He's a loving Heavenly Father. It's all about people. So there's a lot of repairing that gets done also. Thank God for that. In Galatians, the sixth chapter, it says, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one. That word restore is also the same word. So he's going to restore He's going to repair, He's going to mend, He's going to restore. Hallelujah. So He's going to bring you back to the place where, you know, whatever you lost, 
is nothing. You got back much more than you could imagine. You are restored. He restores my soul and therefore restoration appears. See, God is working in me to restore. Glory to God. So don't think that that desire to be restored or to see restoration is a strange thing. He's working. He's working in you to restore. He's working with you. He's working in you. He'll bring the restoration to pass. Praise God. But faith has to be there in the Word of God and in the expectation and confidence that the restoration will take place. So the Bible says, if a man sows into the ground a seed and he goes to sleep, and then he wakes up, and he goes to sleep, and he wakes up, guess what? He says, first you see the blade, then you see the ear, then you see the corn. Amen? So in other words, even while you're sleeping, your desire for restoration cries out to God, the one at the right hand, and it works even while you're sleeping. God will be working on restoring you through the things that you have believed with your own spirit. Hallelujah. So we read such verses so that we can have faith and, and believe for restoration. I believe restoration is coming to you. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what you seem to have lost. It doesn't matter what age we are living in. God is a God of restoration. He's mending. He's repairing. He's fitting. He's framing you into the scheme and plan of God. But He's also restoring you. Hallelujah. He's the God who restored Job's losses. At the end of the six to nine month period, Job had double what he had lost. Actually double. He had double of every single thing. Quite an interesting fact. So this is the person we're dealing with. And I'm, I'm excited that I can say, Whew, God is restoring. God is working at the right hand to restore, to mend, to repair. This is the day the Lord has made. Hallelujah. He made that day. And He's put you in that day. And He's working in you. Both to will and do His good pleasure. At the same time, He's restoring, repairing, working. To bring forth this double at least. At least a double. I believe that you're going to see at least double restoration in your life. Believe it. Just like you accepted Jesus. You believed and Thank God you are saved. Later on you, you had a knowing that you were saved. But in the initial stage, you just said, Well, what is in the book? I have said it. I called upon His name. I confessed Him as my Lord. I believed in my heart. And therefore I am saved. But as time went, you had a witness within yourself that you are saved. Even if some so-called prophet came and prophesied that you are not saved, you may laugh at him and say, I know that I am saved. Hallelujah. So <clears throat> there's a work that's taking place on the inside of you, which we may have to say, God is working. I'm convinced. I'm convinced God is working. It may not look like anything is happening, but God is working. God's working in me, both to will and to do His good pleasure. God is working in me. I'm confident. He's going to perform it until the day I see Him face to face. He's mending, He's repairing, He's framing me, fitting me into His plan, into His grand design. He's making all these things happen. Hallelujah. It's really awesome. And uh, as you continue that way, 
Let's go to 1 Peter 5 and verse 10. But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect. Establish, strengthen, settle you. So that word is the same word there. He's going to make you perfect. He's going to make sure that you are completely restored, that you are in a place of being settled. You know, when you say, that guy is well settled, you know, just a manner of speaking, it means he's all right. You don't have to worry. He can take care of himself. That's our God. He's going to bring you to that place where, as the scripture says, you may not require any external support. Hallelujah. You are taken care of. That's our God. So, all this is happening because there's someone there who loved us, went to hell for us, bore the curse for us, rose up on the third day for us, ascended on high, sat at the right hand of majesty on high, and would not quit until all of these realities became ours. And what we do is acknowledge that and say, I thank you, I'm grateful, not out of any legalism, but what else would I do, Lord, if I don't thank you, if I don't praise you for this? I don't know what I can do. I have nothing else to do. I'm overwhelmed. Hallelujah. So it's not because if you don't clap your hands, they will wither. And if you don't sing the song, your voice box will go, you know, lame. It's not because of any of that. It's because you're overwhelmed at how good He is, how loving and kind He is, and how He gave you all these things freely. It has overwhelmed you. You just come out with joy and praise and thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go look at a couple of things in the book of Hebrews. I was saying one time that you drool over things in Hebrews because I drool over things in Hebrews. Uh, I see it as a very interesting book uh, that was written to Jewish people and to convince the Jew you really had to know your onions manner of speaking or you need to know what you're talking about because the Jews had this claim on God that they knew him. <clears throat> so in order to tell them that what you believed so far was not really the deal, you had to know what you were talking about. And so I believe Paul was the only person who could come out with these truths because he was a Jew of the Jews and he was of the stock of Benjamin and you know in his in his pursuit of religion, the Bible says he was so zealous, he killed Christians and thought he was doing God a favor. You know, he lived on that edge where he wanted to make sure in religious terms, meaning external observation of things concerning God, just from external, he had to be number one. And he claimed to be number one. He said in his religion, he profited more than anybody else. So if there was somebody who knew about Jewry or the Jewish you know, priesthood and so on, he was the one. And so it pays to study it. And you know, I, don't, I don't argue about the book of Hebrews. He, he didn't put his name there, but you can tell who wrote that. Praise God. So a few lines from there you know, really spur me on. I'm going to read from the same Hebrews. We read 13. We're still there. Let's back up a little bit. Um, I'm going to read from verse 10 now. Hebrews 13, 10. We have an altar whereof they have no right to eat which serve the tabernacle. 
So he's bringing in the Old Testament tabernacle and the priesthood there. And he says, they had a certain altar. And the only people who ate from that altar were the priests. So the sacrifice would be brought and uh, they could eat from it. But he's saying here that we believers, children of God, um, the altar we have, we have a real altar, but they cannot eat from that altar. Interesting. Let's go on. Verse 11. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned without the camp. So what they would do is, they would bring the blood of those animals, whatever that sacrifice was, uh, whatever that offering was, and they would bring it to the priest. But the bodies of those animals were not brought in. They had to be burnt outside the camp. So he's bringing Old Testament thoughts. Wherefore, Jesus also, notice here, Jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. So here he now brings in Jesus to the picture. And the Bible says here that Jesus had to be taken outside also. John nineteen seventeen says, He bearing his cross went forth into a place called the place of the skull, where is called in Hebrew Golgotha, where they crucified him, and two other with him on either side, Jesus in the midst. And he continues there saying, um, 19, Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross, and the writing was Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. This title then read many of the Jews, for the place where Jesus was crucified was nigh to the city, and it was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. Notice that it was near the city, but it was not the city. Did you notice that? So it was outside. And if you read the other accounts also, you will notice similar language. He was taken outside. Praise God, our Savior went, had to be taken outside because it was such a disgrace. It was the reproach of being of Christ. Amen? That, that body had to be burned outside, it says. And Jesus also had to be hung outside. They mocked him. They took the robe off from him, put his own raiment on him, led him away to crucify him. And as they came out, Matthew 27 says in verse 31, they found a man of Cyrene by name. They compelled to bear his cross when they were come unto the place called Golgotha. So all about going outside. So definitely Jesus had to be outside, you know, on a hill somewhere called Golgotha. And it was a reproach, it was a shame, because they really thought he was an imposter. So verse 12 says, Wherefore, back in Hebrews, Jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood suffered without the gate. Verse 13 says, Let us go forth therefore unto him without the camp bearing his reproach. So notice here he's saying, let us go outside also. This is an invitation to any of us to go outside. And it's also an invitation to the Jewish people to go outside. So, hey priest, hey Jewish person, 
if you want to meet the salvation that is free, you have to go outside. You can't stay in the city. You can't stay in the Jewish religion and accept Jesus. You have to leave that. Amen. So it's for the outcast. It's for those who have no social standing. Those who have no qualification. And so we have to go out bearing his reproach. Jesus has come for such people. So it's not very easy for people to accept this Jesus. Because you have to go outside. Amen. Go outside. Verse 14. For here we have no continuing city. But we seek one to come. Religion always has a city. If you look in the book of Revelation. There's Babylon. There's some city all the time. There's Rome. There's a city. There's always cities. You see? But in Christ, true faith, true believers, there's no city right now. Right now there's no city. It's a heavenly city. So you don't seem to have anything naturally speaking. You don't have a city in the natural. Hallelujah. Of course, Jerusalem is forever Jesus is going to sit on the throne there one of these days. It's a very interesting place. Jerusalem has its own special place. But the believer really, he comes from another city called Heavenly Jerusalem or New Jerusalem. Glory to God. Here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. So to religious people who are moved by things on the outside, we look like a weird bunch of people. You don't go to that city or this city. You don't go here and there. No, we seek another place. <laughs> it's strange. It's, it's a place of ridicule and reproach and shame. But it's a place of faith. So, you know, you cannot fake that. Once you are a believer, you know. You know you're a strange person. There's a knowing inside that here you have no continuing city. You're just passing through. Hallelujah. That your real home is actually the heavenly Jerusalem. Amen. Verse 15 says, By Him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to His name. Notice here that only we New Testament people can offer this sacrifice. No, no person but a believer can offer the sacrifice of praise, the fruit of the lips giving thanks to His name. So it's out of thanksgiving, out of pleasure for the freely received things, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. The Old Testament people cannot do that because... They don't understand it. But thank God if they listen to the, the truth about it is every single sacrifice that was offered was a picture of Jesus, right? So thank God you and I have this privilege of bringing the fruit of the lips, the sacrifice of praise, thanksgiving from the heart. There's no force there. It comes out of... Ooh, I see what you have done. Oh, I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. When you see the goodness of God, when you see that unique place you have, thanksgiving rises up. Hallelujah. And we are the ones who can do that. Of course, verse 16 says, To do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. 
In other words, yes, do good, give. In addition, let thanksgiving rise up. Let praise come out of your lips in the name of Jesus. Amen. So today, if you don't seem to have any city to go to like everybody else goes, you're in the right place. We have the heavenly Jerusalem and we should start seeing that more clearly. It's a very unique privilege that belongs to us that you can give thanks and praise to Him. Hallelujah. So let's give Him a little bit of thanks here. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for bringing back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Thank you that He's there at the right hand, interceding, working in us, both to will and to do your good pleasure, working in each one of us, perfecting that which concerns us, mending things, repairing things, restoring things, making us to be able to fit into the grand plan of God, to deal with people, to handle others in the work, to be able to flow with God's plan, which is about people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You brought us out of darkness. You put us into your own body. You gave us a unique place to thank you and praise you. Thank you for sacrifices. Thank you for offerings. Thank you for being able to communicate and do good. Thank you that you are working. It's not our works, really. It's you working in us. It is you performing until we meet you face to face. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the unique privilege, hallelujah, that we have to eat from that altar. We partake of the freely given things that this once and for all sacrifice has paid for. Jesus paid for it all and we eat from that altar. We eat from that table. Precious Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. It's awesome. It's wonderful. And um, maybe we'll look at a thing or two more. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 1. Observe there in verse 2. He says, Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, and obedience, or rather unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Notice that it's in the foreknowledge of God, the Father, that we were elected or chosen. God knew that you would choose Him. And before you were born, He chose you. And so, you don't have to struggle about it, you were chosen. Hallelujah. He knows who will choose Him, who will not choose Him. And He has gone ahead in His foreknowledge and chosen that person and qualified that person for all of His benefits. Hallelujah. He says, Unto the obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Notice that the chosen are the believers and they don't need a full bath. They just need the sprinkling of the blood. Amen. So that's talking about confession. Where you confess your sin. And He's faithful and just to forgive you. And cleanse you of all unrighteousness. You don't need to be saved again and again. 
Hallelujah. He said, you are clean. He said, by the word I've spoken unto you, you are clean. You don't need to take a full bath. You just need to wash your feet. That means your faith requires a wash. Hallelujah. You just need the word to be spoken and pondered on and receive the mercy of God to go on and accomplish what you were created for. Then in verse 5 he says, Who are kept by the power of God? Notice how you're kept. You're kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. So you are chosen and elected based on the foreknowledge of God. He knew your decisions and He chose you. You are saved and then you are kept, saved, kept as a believer by the power of God. Not by your own power, by the power of God. So God is keeping us. God is strengthening us. God is fitting and framing and mending and restoring. He's doing all the work. Did you notice that? (laughs) He's basically doing everything. And we are kept by the power of God through faith. So our response is, Thank you Lord, thank you Lord, I believe, I believe. The God who knew me before time began, the God who knew me before I was formed in my mother's womb, and who separated me from the time of my mother's womb, unto His service, hallelujah, called me by His grace. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm grateful, I'm forever grateful. And out of that thankfulness, out of that graciousness, we do things. Amen. Not because somebody has forced us, but because we have understood how much grace and how much mercy has been applied toward us and is still working, you know, in us, through us, for us. So it it really leaves almost nothing. Notice that. Almost nothing for us to do. All we have to do is thank Him, praise Him, believe that what He said is coming to pass. Hallelujah. So the just lives by faith. He's saved by faith and he lives by faith. It's all about faith. Faith is not going to make things happen. Things have already happened. Faith receives it. Jesus already chose. Jesus already planned. Jesus already desired everything. Finished everything. Accomplished everything. And when we believe it, we receive Hallelujah. So he's been praying and working down through the centuries. One day is like a thousand years. A thousand years is like one day. Meaning that he respects the day. One day and a thousand years to him are of equal importance. He respects the thousand years, but he also respects one day. He's the God of one day. So today... We just thank Him. Today we just say, Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. You are good. You've given me a unique privilege. I don't live in the city that everybody's talking about, like Rome or Jerusalem or some other place. But I live in the heavenly, heavenly home. Praise God. What a privilege. We should be popping up there and falling down at His feet and thanking Him by faith. Hallelujah. That's how it works. Notice, elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the sprinkling of the blood. That's what avails for us. Amen. So we're not going to try to force ourselves to walk in a certain way. We're going to look at Him and consider His work in us. 
you know it's um sometimes it seems strange when when you've come from a background of total hedonism animal lifestyle you are so practiced in the external that you are habituated you're stuck there's a certain pathway of behaving and so you want to break away from that sometimes you wonder is this ever going to happen but thank god as you act on the word as you speak these realities and thank him and praise him as you get overwhelmed by what he has done and what he's doing it starts to release you more and more into another place that was more than you could imagine hallelujah so um let's look at 1 john 1 john 1 very uh precious scriptures are there verse 1 says that which was from the beginning which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life so john here is saying that i handled the word of life i touched him i saw him i looked at him and he was the word which we had heard before <laughs> and the word is still there today thank god is the same yesterday today and forever for the life was manifested we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the father and was manifested unto us he said we've seen we bear witness we are now showing you that eternal life which was with the father which was manifested unto us notice eternal life is the word of god so the more you enjoy the word the more you enjoy eternal life or that quality of life the same life that propels the universe hallelujah and so they said they enjoyed that and so they have given us that same uh, access to enjoy that life praise god today i'm sure through your spending time more time with the word and with god you have enjoyed a certain quality of life in this lockdown period i have a, a conviction that you have and many of you have enjoyed more than before because you've been constrained to keep your thoughts you know more on the word of god hallelujah it's a rich privilege you don't always get that verse 3 that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that you also may have fellowship with us and truly notice that truly it's not fake truly our fellowship is with the father and with the son jesus christ amen so you are not faking here when you fellowship with the word and you think along the words lines and ponder like that you are fellowshiping with the father and with the son truly it's real it's a real fellowship <laughs> hallelujah amen so what happens here is that sometimes when you um go off into the flesh because our only problem is the flesh what happens is that you you feel that the, the fellowship has been broken which is true so you just go confess your sins the sprinkling of the blood restores you back to fellowship so you don't look for a way to not go into the flesh you just look for a way to stay in fellowship that's the bottom line 
you're just looking for how can I stay in fellowship with this wonderful Father, with this precious Jesus, uninterrupted. And that desire, that bliss, enjoyment, that pleasure that comes from true fellowship, this true fellowship with the Father and with the Son through the Word, by the Holy Ghost, that is what actually helps you to change and see the change on the outside. You're just enjoying Him. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so anytime you, you break fellowship with Him, you just confess. I'm sorry, Lord, I messed up. Forgive me for this. And He forgives and He forgets. The sprinkling of the blood is there. Your faith is restored. And you go back into the Word and enjoy this fellowship by faith. And it is true fellowship and experience. Notice verse 4 says, These things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. And the product of it is that you have full joy. Hallelujah. So anytime you feel that I'm not back in that simple, true, joyful fellowship, just go say, Lord, I'm sorry if I messed up anywhere. That's that. And then you get back and say, This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And enjoy your father. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's really that simple. And you will notice you've gone places. Hallelujah. You're so much in it that you're never lonely. You are enjoying fellowship with the father and with the son. True fellowship. Truly our fellowship is with the father and with his son. Hallelujah. So as you pray and consider this precious Lord of ours at the right hand, interceding, praying, standing for you, perfecting, mending, repairing, fitting you into the purpose of God, there's nothing to worry about. You just look up there and say, thank you that you are there praying for me right now. I worship at your feet. I bless you. I'm in your hands. I'm in the hands of my Father. No enemy can take me out. Nothing can pluck me out of your care. Thank you, Lord. You're just enjoying yourself, yielding, and the next day comes, and the days are going, and half of the year is over. How many of you had some rich fellowship? I've been having some rich fellowship. Praise God. And it just keeps getting better. Today we're going to also look at some uh, things that you know you cannot... You just cannot ignore from the book of Ephesians. You know, I, I really want us to enjoy the full meal and uh, that bouquet and banquet of heaven. And Ephesians is loaded with it. So I'm going to read straight off from verse 1, Ephesians chapter 1. It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God. Mm, glory to God. To the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you, peace from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. The other day, Brother Georgie was talking about how grace and peace comes from God the Father, and from the Lord Jesus. You know that belongs to us. You just have to say, thank you Father, grace and peace is mine, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> Multiplied in Jesus' name. Thank you Lord. And he goes, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us 
with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Wow. Every single thing, every blessing that heaven has, has been given to us in Christ. According as He has chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world. Wow, there we go again. Wednesday we kind of touched a little bit of that. Before the foundation of the world. You know that's billions of years ago. The earth is pretty old. You know there's nothing wrong with the earth. It's just the age. Different ages. Called um, Ionos. A-I-O-N-O-S. The world itself, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Of course, eventually... There will be a new heaven and new earth. I believe it's a refurbishing that takes place. But it's just the various ages. This is the age of the church. You know, and uh, it's pretty evil. But the church is still here. So the last days and all of that is a particular age. And uh, it's the ages that are, are evil or wrong. And then there's coming the age of, you know, a thousand year reign and... After all that, a new heaven, new earth. So, um, there's nothing really wrong with the earth. It's just the age, at that period of time, what is going on. See? So, um, but before the foundation of the world, woo glory, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. You know, you could look at it and say, when am I going to be holy and without blame? When? You know, and that can be an external thing, trying to, you know, conform. But when you realize you're complete in Him, that's really amazing. You can't get any more than that. You are complete. And so you just need to look at that reality that the life of God on the inside of me, the fullness of God on the inside of me, in my spirit, my real being is complete. And as you fellowship with such thoughts, that completeness shows up on the outside. Hallelujah. You begin to enjoy another level of completeness. And you realize, man, I've changed. Phew. Some things are definitely not the same. Praise God. You know, I don't beat my wife anymore. I don't give her a pop on the nose. Or whatever. I don't lose it with the kids. You know? I don't just scream at guys on the road. Things are changing. Hallelujah. Before the foundation of the world, I was chosen. God had plotted and planned that I would be completely free, without blame, before Him in love. Thank God it's happening. It's a reality. Changes are taking place. You are noticing it. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself according to the good pleasure of His will. Woo, glory to God. You see His good pleasure, see His will that you and I would actually receive sonship. Children and sons. You know, the children of Israel were not really the sons of Abraham. We are the sons of Abraham because of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's go on. To the praise of the glory of His grace 
wherein He has made us accepted in the Beloved, to the praise and the glory of His grace, wherein He has made us accepted in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of His grace. Woo, hallelujah! Wherein He has abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Wow! Having made known unto us the mystery of His will, according to His good pleasure, which He has purposed in Himself. How much good pleasure is in all of this? There's a lot of good pleasure towards us. Himself desired to show such good pleasure toward us. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, He might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven, which are on earth, even in Him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of Him who worketh all things after the counsel of His own will, that we should be to the praise of His glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption <coughs> excuse me, of the purchased possession, unto the praise of His glory. Oh, glory to God. There's a lot of good pleasure there. There's a lot of grace there. There's a lot of love there. There's a lot of pre-planned, before time began, consideration toward us. We are the subject of all of this good pleasure of God. Hallelujah. And as we meditate and ponder these things out, think about them, fellowship with these verses, life is quite different. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're going to take a little time to just thank Him for His goodness. Thank Him that He loved us like this and He's keeping us. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for such great pleasure, such predestined plans. We believe that we are receiving these benefits. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are perfecting, mending, repairing, framing each one of us into your great purposes, working in us both to will and do your good pleasure, all the excellencies of your wisdom, all the purposes of your great love and grace toward us will be accomplished. All the blessings that you have in heavenly places, you have turned over to us. We are grateful. Thank you, Lord. It's your good pleasure that has done this. We believe it. We accept it. We receive it. We thank you for it. We choose to fellowship with these thoughts. We choose to accept these thoughts. This is our pondering. This is our imagination. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We praise you. We thank you. We bless you. You're a faithful God. Hallelujah, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. 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 Hallelujah. The truth of your gospel, your salvation. We receive the benefits. We thank you for it. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. We'll take a minute or two to just pray in the Spirit that these realities become ours as a church, as individuals, that we begin to think more on these 
delicacies that God has provided for us. Ha masandari karukuriste le prasante korabies en hombre levite masiente le crusto o repiele grentele mandare zete o manacraste siporuda karanderi bisteriete o rabaraba la carite corusto cute perifele renderiste rumbre distere manda cola preste legendere bicarasta ette cura cala la barianda la baca Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we give you thanks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Shebrende berite creeste. Fala bramba la caparieste. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Trepere kereste rebe. Rafa raparaka teri kereboroyante. Repesto repelte le beste crasampla dente reparasto. Shure bere kerebentere fora manasta. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we worship you. Repose de vrede vende le porucusta pradecate legende. Prade di cololo monto, l'engro lusto coto previnde le varafa lavra vente. Hallelujah, sambre le tecele vocorobo separapa lacosti, neco to corinte rigele bronto veste, shepara castacadi di curuto brios to fesseri in teleba. La prideco sute keri belle tema nambara malicatae. Oh, we give you thanks. Presilito crupazente rapalanda. Oh, we worship you. Crepeste le grande la bramba la vida que te para yeste. Hallelujah. Repusente prasana malbara valinto lo grusto. Sebre di que te que le burro custa cara mantalaba. Thank you, Father. Sero cura bara casta. Zandara bacari entere bosoro custo. Thank you, Father. Jebre de brede bede bariste crepete corapa santa la baca. Thank you, Lord. Shepro tu colo prodiste fere dias palma na grante. Hama zanda rama de coro cusete riente remasta. Sero cura baraka te queriente. Oh, worship you, worship you. Crebo serende, crebelite, cara bala crapa sinti. Fribere bele bere kele beriente. Ramanon de le brenda la vita la vosta falabra ganente. Necro tu cuti kerikiti querieste. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Croto menembre belve le predeke sitte creme teke. Rapata carabala cariente. Oh, thank you, Abba Father. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Abba Father. Glory to God. I'd like to read something about a certain lady in the Old Testament. Her name is Deborah. You know, um, sometimes you may have read about her and she's famous for driving a nail through the temple of her enemy. And uh, after she had defeated the enemy, there was a song she sang. And I want you to look at that song in the fifth chapter of Judges. Verse 1 says, Then sang Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam, on that day, saying, Praise ye the Lord for avenging of Israel when the people willingly offered themselves. So that's about God being excited when people willingly offer themselves. 
not by any constraint. O ye kings, give ear, O princes. I, even I, will sing unto the Lord. I will sing, praise the Lord, the God of Israel. When thou wentest out, thou marchest out of the field of Edom. The earth trembled, the heavens dropped, the clouds also dropped with water. The mountains melted from before the Lord, even Sinai before the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, you know, she keeps talking that, the inhabitants of the villages ceased, they ceased in Israel, until I, Deborah, arose, and I arose a mother in Israel. They chose new gods, then was war in the gates, there was a shield or spear seen among 40,000 in Israel. My heart is toward the governors of Israel, that they offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless ye the Lord. Speak ye that ride on white asses, ye that sit in judgment and walk by the way. They that are delivered from the noise of archers in the places of drawing water, there shall they rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord, even the righteous acts towards the inhabitants of his villages in Israel. Then shall the people of the Lord go down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake. Awake, utter a song, arise, Barak, lead thy captivity captive, thou son of Abinoam. Then he made him that remaineth have dominion over the nobles, among the people. The Lord made me have dominion over the mighty. Out of Ephraim there was a root of them against Amalek. After thee, Benjamin, among thy people. Governors, Zebulun, handle the pen of the writer. The princes of Issachar, were with Deborah and even Issachar also. Barak, he was sent on foot. So she's singing along. There were great thoughts of heart. Why abodest thou among the sheepfolds to hear the bleatings of the flocks? For the divisions of Reuben were great searchings of heart. Gilead abode beyond Jordan. Why did Dan remain in ships? Asher continued on the sea. Zebulun, Naphtali, all these various tribes, jeoparded their lives unto death in the high places in the field. Kings came and fought. Then fought the kings of Canaan in Tanakh by the waters of Megiddo. They took no gain of money. They fought from heaven. Notice, the stars in their courses fought against Caesarea. Even heaven fights. Praise God. Our God is the God who ensures victory. But notice here, this is just a woman. And in the Old Covenant, you know, the women are mentioned like this fleetingly. In the birth of Jesus in his family tree, there are a couple of women mentioned. And those women are Gentiles. They are not even Jews. <laughs> but they believed. So it's not natural birth and physical uh, form that... Uh, finally decides your place with God. It's your faith. It's how you believe and how you act on the Word of God. The outside really doesn't matter. Therefore, in Christ, there's no male or female. There's no Jew, no Greek. You're just one in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Heaven will fight for you. Heaven will fight. The sun, the moon, stars, planets, everything will arrange for you to receive your victory. Amen. 
I believe that God is going to unleash things like this in these last days. That women are going to rise up and do battle in the spirit and speak and act and do exploits. Because thank God for the new covenant, it's about what you believe. The old covenant was the same, but they were too exclusive, trying to make it as a people and a nation. But today, you know, we here have no continuing city. Our faith is not about some earthly city. We have a heavenly destination. Praise God. And our victory comes from heaven. God is working. God is working in us. God is working with us. God is perfecting things that concern us. So one day at a time, as you rise up and begin to praise Him and thank Him for the things He has said, guess what? Your name will also have next to it the victories, just like the names in Hebrews chapter 11. Hallelujah. We'll take our place there. And today it may not be with you know physical giants, but the last day has some giants. It has some formidable forces, and you are well able to deal with them. In fact, in God's eyes, you've already triumphed. You've already won in every place. It is written already. Heavens will fight for you. As you look up and fellowship with the Father, fellowship with the Son, true fellowship, the Bible says, this is what we are talking about. It is true fellowship. It's not fake. When you study the Word, when you ponder these things, when you worship Him, you are in true fellowship. Guess what will happen? The man on the outside will come in line. Anytime you feel the fellowship is broken, go back to 1 John 1 9, enjoy the fellowship again. And you will see the victories, you will see the purposes of God fulfilled. Hallelujah. So I believe that women today have to realize this. They have a major part. They have a glorious part in the plan of God. Because in the new covenant, thank God, there is no male or female. We are all one in the spirit. Hallelujah. So let's worship Him again. Thank Him. Thank you Lord that the heavens are fighting. Angels are working. The planets are obeying. Until the church has the victory established on the earth. Everything in all of creation, every blessing in heaven is with us, working with us, working in us, to make sure we obtain the victory experientially on the earth. We will experience the victory in every place, always, in this neighborhood, in this place where we live, in Jesus' name. Wherever your people are, it's the guarantee that the victory is theirs. Because you have blessed us before time began, you have planned in your good pleasure, in your wisdom, in your love for us, you have planned nothing but a victory story. We will win. We are guaranteed to win. You have purposed in your heart and you have brought it to pass in Christ. And we are in Him. Therefore the blessing is ours. The plan of God is fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord. As we worship you today, as we honor you today, as the church worships you and trusts you today, I thank you that they're going to enjoy fruitful fellowship, sweet times of fellowship. Songs will rise up from within them. 
They will sing of your love. They will sing of your faithfulness. They will sing of your great mercy. They will rise up and take their place in the scheme and plan of God, the grand plans of God. And it will be fulfilled and perfected. And they will know that they have done and finished. By the time they see you face to face, there will be such a clarity that they have accomplished what they were created for. Because it is you working in us, you perfecting, you doing, quickening work. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken, 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 quicken our mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwells in us. The Father raised you up, Lord Jesus, by that Spirit. And that same Spirit lives in us and He will quicken our mortal bodies, quicken the liver, quicken the kidneys, quicken the heart, quicken the insulin production centers, quicken the marrow, quicken the brain, quicken the eyes, quicken the nerves, the tissues, quicken. You are working, you are working right now. Our bodies are being quickened, our mortal flesh is being quickened. Quickening is taking place. Quickening is happening. So we have victory in the natural body. Hey, we bless you Lord. We bless you Lord. That the blessing of Abraham is our portion today. Thank you Father. That he is quickened. Abraham. That same spirit quickens our mortal body today. As he trusted you. As he yielded to the promise of God. He saw quickening. He saw restoration. Thank you Abba Father. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are grateful that that blessing is ours. Ha, ha, ha. As our years, so shall our strength be. As our years, so shall our strength be. Thank you, Lord. Our eyes shall not be dim. Our natural force shall not be abated. We trust you, Lord. We take your word. We sing it to you. We rejoice over it. We are acting on it. You are quickening. You are restoring us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Great is the peace of our children. They are taught of the Lord. They are mighty on the earth. They do exploits for you. Heaven works with them. The earth yields for them. They are kept as the apple of the eye. Oh, restoration is taking place in our lives. Restoration in your people today. Whatever they lost, at least double will be received in the name of Jesus. I worship you for it. I praise you for it. I thank you for at least double restoration. Ha, 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 ha. Whatever has been stolen in time, in upbringing, in mentality, in any area that they seem insufficient, you are restoring, you are repairing, you are mending, you are framing, you are fitting. Ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Great is thy faithfulness. Great, great, great. God is faithful. God is faithful. Hallelujah. You are faithful. Great is thy faithfulness. We thank you for your faithfulness. You've not stopped working. You are working. You are perfecting. You are bringing these things to pass. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, I thank you for everyone who says they are part of what we are doing on this planet today. 
that you will count them worthy of your calling. You might be able to fulfill all the good pleasure of your goodness in their lives and the work of faith with power. The name of the Lord Jesus will be glorified in each one and you be glorified in them according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus. We bless you, Father, that their faith is being strengthened now, that they produce. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Faith with power. Faith with power. Faith with power. The work of faith with power. The work of faith with power. The name of the Lord Jesus being glorified in them. They being glorified in Him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That great grace is flowing. The tender mercies of God are being in, unveiled in your people's lives. In this day and hour. Shebanindo rapazore karazeremente la praste fedelo chemondo rapaya until we are so convinced that we will say, just like Paul said, I am confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in me, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I am confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in each one of us, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. We trust you, not ourselves. We trust your love, your grace, your working, your life at the right hand. That's what we trust. You are the one, O Lord. We trust you. We trust you right now. Ha, 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 ha. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is your working at the right hand that we trust. We trust you. We fellowship with you. We yield to you. We open our eyes to behold the wondrous things of your words. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We say yes to you. We say yes to what you said. Amen to your word. Amen to what you are saying about us. Your great love for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, faithful God. Faithful God, faithful God, faithful God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless you. Hallelujah. I heard a testimony, which I think I should share. Very interesting testimony. There was a, um, a person who had to have uh, surgery done, um, heart surgery. And after the surgery was done, he did not wake up. The surgery was, was successful, but the guy didn't wake up. And it seems like the, the doctor was a believer. And so he went close to the person and spoke into the ear and said... I have done what I have to do. Now you have to speak to your heart. And that guy spoke to his own heart, even though he was in a coma, gone away. And his heart began to beat again. He heard it. Because your spirit is alive. Even when your body is asleep, when your body is not functioning, your spirit is still alive. And the guy spoke to his heart, and the heart began to pump. And the guy came out of it, and a song was made after that. And I was listening to that song the other day. It's, it's really cool. And um, it says, Let your heart beat again. 
That's the name of the song and it's written by uh, three people, one Craig and Daniel and one more name. It was made in 2012. It's really a nice song and it says, speak to your heart. Let your heart beat again. This is a new day and you can speak to yourself, you can speak to your heart, you can speak to your organs to live again. Hallelujah. And so I would like you to receive from heaven the quickening power of Jesus working at the right hand. He's quickening the mortal body. Speak to your heart. Speak. Keep speaking. And when you sleep, your spirit will join with the Holy Ghost and will make these things come to pass. Because your spirit is always alive. He doesn't sleep. Your spirit has the same nature of God and your spirit is awake. And your spirit continues to work. Hallelujah. But as you speak and believe, that activates your spirit to tap into what God has for us. Even when you're asleep, it will be working. Amen. So keep these thoughts around you in these days. They seem to be dangerous days, wicked days. But there's a part of you that's totally Jesus-like. In your spirit, you are just as He is. Speak the Word of God. Release faith on a daily basis. Relax with Him. Rejoice in fellowship with Him. And see these realities coming to pass. Until you meet Jesus face to face, it's not yet over. It's not yet over. Hallelujah. Let's pray in tongues a little bit and thank Him. The fruit of our lips gives thanks to your name. Asetolo mambra evelito kustebe cembramba balata cariste felino corosa malabra enamanto corobaliste e godusta prazate keleta pravana nunombre el borusto conabal vedele gende brasta tea la varanda. The spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead. Oh, we worship you. Praza la branda bal malambra. The glory of the Father that raised Jesus. Oh, we worship you. Kropolo Lazariante, the one who lives in us. We worship you. Oh, the greater one. Shema Bramba La Vela Viente La Casta, the one who helps us to pray. Oh, we worship you. Crosemente Krabalita Barma La Criate Kelevito. Oh, Rapande Reperu Kosore Paracalayasta, Separanga Siloruto Coremente. Oh, thank you that edification is taking place. We're being built up right now. Lubremento reprovindo repasante le prozoku tepalinde. No man knows what is in our spirit. Oh, rapaya lacresia, except the Holy Ghost. Prazama la brefiente. And Lord, we thank you that as we speak, we speak forth the mysteries, we speak forth the secrets, we speak forth the purposes of God. Tremano nopel menagroste fitele baranda calieste. Even the hidden things which God ordained before for our glory. Even the freely given things of God. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the freely given things. Le prusto crimitepalinda calmatoriente. The blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. Sepraniente. Every blessing in heavenly places. Ora piesta la craveanta. 
The riches of the glory of your inheritance. Pabro kute preste vida dem oronte kel amanda. The exceeding great riches. Oh, of your power toward us who believe. Praza la crapata lambra calita paraza milvelati esta la manda rabacateliste. Working in our nerves, working in our brain, working in our marrow, working in our nerve centers, working in our senses, working, working, working. Shepra manta rapa leta kero busli preventa leba rasta kayalande. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for life has triumphed. Life is greater. Life has triumphed over death. Hallelujah. The power of death has been destroyed. Father, we remember how many times Paul suffered, but he was brought out, he was quickened, and he went about his way doing the plan of God until he became Paul the aged, and he was ready to go home after finishing the will. So also... We shall be quickened. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it feels like. Your spirit, your working at the right hand, ha ha ha, is quickening the body. Quickening us, making us effective, making us accomplish all that we were created for. I thank you right now. Sore Mekela Barambala Yasta for the freely given things of God from your spirit, from the will of God, Shepara Manderia, from the inheritance. Oh, Shefinda Bralamba Ketakus Tolepre Viete Kerabarayente. We bless you. We praise you. By simple childlike faith. We live by that faith. Oh, we live the triumphant life. We live the abundant life. By simple childlike faith. Ha ha ha. Mota Branda Veno Rabba Likarakasea. Oh, thank you, thank you. We're not trying to conform on the outside, but we are fellowshipping on the inside. With the one who sits on the throne. By simple childlike faith. We fellowship with your word. We fellowship with your spirit. Father in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Father we thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you Father in Jesus name. Mantokor mele preteste pelvetore menteriasa. We shall not lack any good thing. Young lions may suffer hunger and lack, but we who trust in you, oh, thank you, Lord. Those who hope in your mercy will not lack any good thing. Hallelujah. Any good thing. The angels encamp around us to deliver us, to make sure we are free. Ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. We're blessed going out, blessed coming in. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field. Blessed in whatever we put our hands on to do. We are blessed above all nations of the earth. We don't have to borrow, we only give. Ha, 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 ha. We are delivered from every symptom, every sickness, every disease that is not even written, that has not yet been found and discovered that is come upon the earth or is still to come, that thing is over. We are redeemed from it. Hallelujah. We are free from it today because you paid. Thank you, Lord. Your life, your blessing has swallowed it, totally absorbed it, and we are free. We are blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We will enjoy. We will see good days. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. We will see good days. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Thank you, Father. We will not faint. As we have waited, as we continue to wait in faith, trusting you, acting on the word, stepping out there, we will see and we will eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We will not miss it when good comes. We shall receive all that the Lord paid for. Ha, 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 ha. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you right now. We worship you right now. We just join our faith to believe with folks right now. And anyone who seeks to have a child, may your mercy bring that baby to them. In Jesus' name, from your throne, we ask for children. Thank you, Father. None shall be barren. None shall lack their mate. If anyone wants to marry, Father, we thank you for the right partner being arranged by your Spirit. According to your word, Lord, we thank you. We worship you. We praise you. We put our faith with theirs today. We agree with them today that this is coming to pass. The word is working. Hallelujah. They are being strengthened to receive. I worship you today. I bless you today. Whatever, wherever we have to go this month. Footsteps ordered by you. Whoever we are supposed to meet this month. Your mercy brings it to pass. Those we are not supposed to meet. You will deliver us from them. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for tapping into your blessing, tapping into the reality that it comes into the physical realm. That we are receiving in Jesus' name. Hashta pata pravantere bokotori makarabala kasa. Rakuzoko tekere kedekereanta. We believe right now that each one of us that is in the blood of the Lamb, washed clean, haha, child of God, are the willing and the obedient. Therefore, we will eat the good of the Lamb. We will live in the good of the land. We will drive the good of the land. We will wear the good of the land. We will have the good of the land. It's ours. It belongs to us. Thank you, Father. With every blessing that heaven has, we are expecting to see. We're expecting to be rewarded openly. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Father. These realities are coming to pass. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Oh, we give you thanks. Oh, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mastore menendo robosere vite cabala. Cembra malacuto coripele. Asemicando cocomosto. Pranzapa feletto coriente le manderieste. Oh, we bless you. Sebro to corite mende gembri bente. Frabalanda raba rito rosso coriente lama rasta. Pracuzute cremezuta manda breve lica laboranda. Repo de coste, bratu levente, mento corepele, cebacando repeasto, cletevine, andare menore, quitele, prusote, fravada, rocustande, lemdom, brevende, jde, bregeste, fele, juretea, 
Oh, blessed be your holy name. Preso tu frenda vite. Sembra calto luco tembra manda nande liste. Cantaristo fravasero estembra calmonte prazava falano rucona de belle gembrique. Travuston de brettivendo noste plage brende vanatoriante. For nothing missing, nothing broken. Prakutoka plevitumbre petegisto presgala. Eculonte manteliro cupativrestia. Complete, 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 whole, sound. Hallelujah. Welfare, well-being. Oh, repekelan, deboroku namalma, resu caniteli gonagasta, che crampa palto lufeli ketena gronte mandalia saparada. Oh, thank you, Lord. We refuse to doubt. We refuse to fear. We refuse to accept any other report in the name of Jesus. We refuse the lies that are out there. We refuse any other report. We receive the report of the Lord. Hallelujah. Separamananda. We will see your hand stretched out. We will see your favor. We will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hapatakare makuzakure menegende. Reproguste blamboruta mana kavalanda. We put the body under. By the power of the word of God. By the power of the spirit of God. Our bodies obey. Our bodies are obedient in Jesus' name. They are slaves. They are slaves to the man on the inside. They are slaves to the nature of God. They are slaves to the life of God. They are obedient to the word of God. They are submitted to the man on the inside. Ha 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 ha. They are receiving impartation. They are receiving the electricity of heaven. Ha 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 ha. Quickened, quickened, quickened. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Youth renewed. Strength restored. He fills our mouth with good. Our youth is renewed like the eagles. He fills our mouth with good. Ha, ha, ha. Our youth is renewed like the eagles. Fills our mouth with good. Our youth is renewed like the eagles. Hallelujah. Restoration. Renewal. Rejuvenation. Quickening. Perfecting. Ha, 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 ha. Mending. Oh, thank you. Restoring. Oh, we believe. We are believers. We do not doubt. We believe the life of God. We believe the power of God. We believe the word of God. Ha, 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 ha. We believe the good news. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. The good report. Lovely, praiseworthy. That's what we accept. That's what we think upon. We refuse to meditate on anything else. We refuse to think about anything else. Ha, 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 ha. If it's good, if it's lovely, if it's praiseworthy, that's what we think about. Ha, 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 ha. If it's the word, if it's the truth of God's word, handled and divided accurately, we receive it. In Jesus' name, life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. Ha, 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 ha. Glory, 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 glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father, we receive we that sit in the heavens, we laugh. We laugh at the enemy. We laugh at famine. We laugh at pestilence. We laugh at destruction. Ah, merry heart does good like medicine. Thank you, Father. A broken spirit dries up the bones. Oh, so we desire and we choose to laugh and rejoice and keep a merry heart and to walk in fellowship and to rejoice. Ha, 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 ha. Glory, 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 glory. Faithful God, faithful God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
we forgive, we forget, we release, we hold nothing against anyone in the name of Jesus. We bless them, we release them in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Forgiving and forgetting, releasing in Jesus' name. Ha, 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 ha. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We use our tongues to bless. We use our tongues to release. We, we use our tongues for the power of God to flow. Ha, 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 ha. Woohoo! Glory, 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 glory. Ha, 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 ha. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice. We will be glad in it. It is marvelous in our sight. This is the Lord's doing. This is the Lord's doing. This is the new covenant doing. Oh, the stone that the builders rejected has become the head of the corner. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you for that stone. Thank you for that rock. Ha, 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 ha. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Ha, 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 ha. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, we bless you. We praise you. We thank you. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to your holy name. What you have done for us is amazing. We are grateful. We are grateful. We look at what you have done and we thank you. We look at your plans before time began and we thank you. We look at your purposes. Oh, and we thank you. You are good. You are a good God. You are the loving Heavenly Father. We receive your care. We receive your love. We receive your comfort. We receive your strength. We receive your counsel. We receive your wisdom. Hallelujah. We are open. We are open to heaven. We are open to your plans. We are kept. We are kept as the apple of your eye. Woo! Glory to God. Ha ha ha. Shebebele mendere bokoso. E baranga lambarandele borokosoro kotsto. E shende baraka selete porokosiente. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We give you thanks right now. Oh, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. The fruit of our lips gives thanks to your name. Father, in Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your goodness toward us. In the name of Jesus, we receive your benefits. And thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you for the results of this prayer and fasting time. Thank you, thank you for the rewards that will be shown publicly on the outside. Openly, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Our help shall spring forth speedily. Oh, yes, Lord. We shall be guided continually. Ha, ha, ha. We shall be fed. We shall be fed with the heritage of Jacob. We will have oil out of the rock, out of the flinty rock. Hallelujah. We will ride upon the high places. We will walk upon our high places. We shall ride upon our high places. Thank you, Lord, a well-watered garden springing up with life. Oh, our health springs up speedily. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We receive your benefits. We receive right now. Glory, 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 glory. Faithful God, you'll do what you said. 
We believe it. We receive it. We thank you for it today. Ha, 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 ha. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We bless you. We receive. Thank you for those who are constantly with us, working, putting their time and their effort, that they are not doing it in vain, that your blessing is coming to them. They will lack no good thing. They will receive the increase of God, restoration in their lives. Oh, Father God, we bless you. We praise you. We worship you. You give your beloved sleep. You give your beloved rest. You give your beloved rejuvenation, restoration. Thank you, Father. You make us to lie down in green pastures. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. By the stilled waters. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Our soul is restored. Hallelujah. We are eating from your table. We are drinking from your cup. Surely goodness and mercy. Surely goodness and mercy follows us. Only goodness and mercy follows us. All the days of our life. We will dwell in your house forever. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You are blessed. Thank you for joining us. And see you again.